0: Welcome. Welcome to a place where you will hear from ordinary people who have stepped out in faith and have some extraordinary testimonies to share. My hope is that you will be inspired today, inspired to take your own step or leap of faith, to do that thing no matter how big or how small you believe God is calling you to do. Your faith may feel as small as a mustard seed right now or maybe big enough to move mountains. No matter where you are in your faith journey, I am confident that God will meet you right where you are. I'm your host, Trish McCarthy, and I'm so glad you're listening. I am just so excited to have Valerie here with me today, and this is actually the first time that I get to do an in-person interview, so just seeing her lovely face in front of me just makes Mm -hmm. me so happy today. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Uh, Valerie, can you just tell us just a little bit about yourself and then I want us to talk about how we met and share that story. Sure.
1: I am from Austin, um, married, been married 30 years uh, to my husband, Sean. We have four children. So my life has been busy with raising (laughs) those four. I attend Hill Country Bible Church. I've been a, a longtime member there. And, and I'm currently a foreign exchange advocate. Yes, I'm advocate for foreign exchange students. That's what I do.
0: Great purpose. Well, I want to talk about how we met. What I remember is the day that I felt like um, God was prompting me to go to Walgreens and buy a card for Courtney, my daughter Courtney, which Valerie knows her as Coco because she yes. <laughs> she, she works at Chewy's. And she, she, er, there she's Coco. So that day, I just really felt like the Lord was saying, Get Courtney a card and bring that to her. Get her a pen, a purple pen, so that she can write on her little tickets and give notes to her customers. And this is what you need to do to encourage your daughter today. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Lord. So I went and I did that. And as soon as I walked in the door, she came running over to me and, <laughs> like, really tears in her eyes. I could just tell she was so affected. She said, mom, you are never going to believe this. Kaylee coworker of hers. And I were just talking about how we just really needed somebody in our lives to mentor us. And this woman was sitting in my section and she just came out and asked us if she could mentor us or disciple us. And I, I don't even know I'm sitting here now with my mouth open. Like, I don't know. I was so blessed that day. And just to see her see how God moved so quickly and worked so quickly in that situation, and so just personally in that situation. Mm. So what do you remember about that?
1: <laughs> so first of all, I just want to say I'm, I'm so thankful and in awe that we can actually be in each other's lives right now, because um, as God uses me, you know, us people in general, there's no guarantees that we're going to continue knowing them. Um, so mm. on that particular day, my husband and I were going to her workplace, Chewy's, um, to have some nachos and some drinks. <laughs> um, and we were just enjoying our time there. Now, what you don't know about me is while there, and this is something I just practice. If, if, if I'm on, um, off of me and onto the Lord, it starts, sometimes it's a Quickly, as being in my car in the parking lot or walking, opening the door, being reminded by the Holy Mm. Spirit where I am. And there are people there. Wow. So if there are people there and Christ is in me, then he wants to use me. Now that's easy to remember and think about. The hard part is trusting him with that and not knowing what he's going to do with that. That's a practice. So begin praying in the parking lot in this case, maybe right before I enter. And, and so, so I walk in there, I mean, I'm like right before, right. So I walk into Chewy's praying in my mind, in my mind, y'all. Uh, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking and praying. I call that a prayerful attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord, how, how do you want to use me? Okay, Lord, this is about you. Okay. Father, move me out of the way. Holy spirit Come and um fill this place and and use me i don't know what that looks like but i know that you have me here to use me so what that looks like i surrender that to you lord god but show me and help me to see the people help me not to see what i naturally would see but help me see the soul Mm -hmm. and so it sounds something like that it's always different so then I go sit down um, and and um, and we're seated. And so the first people that I think about are the people around me. So I kind of start scanning the room on one hand. On the other hand, I'm thinking, uh, I kind of want to just be me and just <laughs> me and my husband. And like, I really didn't come here to do people. And I don't really need any more friends. And so I'm not hiring. And so I just want this to be. So it's like, just, just back and forth between me serving me and me serving god oh, that's and okay. serving people and so so it's just this is battle nobody sees that <laughs> nobody sees that battle it's all internal i call it my internal lawyer fighting the spirit of god and me and so one serving me one serving the lord the people that come into your space right it's easy to okay it's it's these souls these people What is something I can give, Lord? What can I give them? A smile. Okay, great. So I'm smiling, right? Smiling, see them, making eye contact. So these um, waitresses and waiters come and they attend us. And so I immediately want to just let outpour loving kindness, okay? Uh, Because loving kindness is super inviting. And so um, that's what's coming out and letting God do with it as he so pleases. So it was on that particular day where I met Coco, I believe uh, she came to the table, but she came with someone, a waiter who was new. So she was helping him, he was the new person. And so I kind of saw their dynamics and all that to say, fast forward, it was just kind of making small talk with them. At some point, at some point, because I learned to practice asking questions, asking, mm-hmm. well, where are you from? Mm-hmm. Wanting to let the people know that they have value. Yeah. You, you ask them about themselves so they can talk about themselves. Because what comes natural for me is, y'all, I can talk about me. That's so right. Oh, I'm so good about talking about me. So I have to practice what I want to get better at. So nobody knows this. But I'm practicing drawing out mm-hmm. the beauty uh, in people. So I strike up conversation with the waiter, right, before Coco comes out. And um, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get to know this. So I start to hearing a little bit of drama that's going on in his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I think it was a breakup and such. And it was like immediately I start, start to pray for him. So we get into spiritual conversation. And... It, it ends at some point because, you know, you're going to be interrupted. So you can't get in too much conversation. You got to let people work. Yeah. So Coco comes out and it makes it easy to kind of remain in that same type of conversation. And I think I started asking her questions. Long story short on that with Coco, I let her know at some point that I actually love uh, encouraging People and I love if there's any way I can encourage and help and whatever. And she was very open to the idea of wanting someone to uh, come alongside her and not not necessarily mentor, but she, she she was she involved herself in the conversation basically. And she at some point um, was excited that I had offered, and I really was kind of by by way of exchanging information. I think we got into a conversation about how I had a small group of teens that I lead as a small group leader. And, um, but I delight in sharing truth with, with anybody. Well, that's kind of what she started to share a little bit of her life. And she's like, Oh my God, like her eyes opened wide. Oh, Oh my goodness. Like, I can't believe you're saying this. And so I said, well, would you welcome? Like I would, I would like no pressure, no pressure. I'm not trying to, you know, pursue or anything. I just, I, I just want you to know, like I'm open myself to be available. If you, would like to, here's my number, whatever, if you'd like to exchange numbers. Oh, she was all over it. She was all over it. To the point of like, I don't know what was going on on her side of life, but she had a whole agenda already going. And so she literally almost beelined back to the (laughs) where, wherever the waiter, waitresses, their back room to go get her friend. Because they had already had a conversation yeah. about about how they had been asking God to bring someone that would be willing to help them, guide them, point them, whatever, and that turned out to be that turned out to be a beautiful thing that flourished because Coco herself um, was was very teachable. Mm. So so what we ultimately did we met aside of we met one time, and after that one time. We we opened up an opportunity for ourselves to be disciple and disciple. Or she was all over it, and so that's what we ultimately ended up into um, me discipling her, and um, and her friend for a time. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah,
0: she loves you, and it was that was a defining moment, not only in her life but in mine as well, because mm. I went there thinking I'm going to encourage my daughter. <laughs> And just following what the Lord was saying to do. And I walked away truly just crying and just being so encouraged by what she shared with me about you and Mm -hmm. how you had stepped out and followed what God was prompting you to do. And just, it's such a great illustration of how God works and how he brings, he orchestrates things and brings all the pieces together in such a beautiful way that we couldn't even, I I had no idea when I went there that what was going to be on the end of, of that and just I just left feeling so encouraged and I couldn't wait to meet you. (laughs) Like it was this woman that you put in my daughter's life Lord. she sounds amazing. And you are, and I'm just so grateful that our paths have crossed and you said something about Coco that I think applies to people like you, of faith you said, Courtney was so teachable. And so you, you entered into that moment and it just kept going because she had a teachable heart. And that's how, I view you as you're describing your relationship. We've talked about, you know, you and your relationship with the Lord and just yes. being open, being open, being teachable. Okay, here I am, Lord, send me. Right, right. And so, so
1: her, what, I'm exper- what I experienced with her, I experienced with the Lord regularly. Mm. So I'm living out what mm. I actually was able to see in her. Mm. I need to be taught something, but it was never meant to stay with me. Mm. If God blesses me. It's a, it's to go. It's not to, just a flow to me, it's to, to flow from me to anybody around me. I now, I don't know who's seeking. Yeah. She just so happened to be a seeker. Mm-hmm. She, she was, she was seeking God. Um, and, and, um, and when I say seeking God, she understood salvation. She just was seeking to go another step. She was seeking and growing up a young woman. She's a young right. woman. Right. right? Um, and so I know that that pleases God for us in whatever season we are of life, to be ready to take whatever he's willing, whatever he teaches us, whatever we're willing to go be taught by him, (laughs) and then not just hold on to it for ourselves, but to be ready to teach somebody, because there's so much to teach, so much to learn, so much to teach, and so many people out there that need it, who's going to do it, if not you and me. That's
0: right. And just sitting here with you sharing i'm just I, I wish i had had a notebook the whole time because yeah. i'm sitting here thinking about all these different things that i've learned just in this conversation and one being the the habit or the practice of when you go into a place get in that prayerful mindset to have that prayerful attitude i've i've done that but i'll confess i don't do it every time i walk into a re- restaurant and the way that you describe that tension between wanting to serve yourself in that moment or wanting to serve other people that, I'm, I'm sitting here for those of you that are listening, you can't see, but I've got both my hands open. And like on one hand, I want to do this, but on the other hand, God's calling me to do this. So which hand is it going to be? Yeah. And and we don't always get it right. And I know it's not perfect. And, but just hearing you, the way you described it, mm-hmm. just really, I learned, I learned something from this conversation mm-hmm. and, and I just if, thank you. Yeah.
1: So what Coco didn't know about me and what many people don't know about me before I come into the, before God orchestrates a our time together is that first thing in the morning um, when I get up and I go to the all wise counselor who has all the plans because he (laughs) is the planner. um, I learned this, I learned to ask for what I already know because it's in his written word, what delights him. And so if he came to seek and save the lost, then it should be something I learned to develop, to love even more, to mm-hmm. go out and seek and save the lost. And lost doesn't mean they're lost because they don't know Jesus and haven't accepted him as Lord and Savior. Lost could be just the season of their life where they've drifted and they've gotten lost. They've gotten off the path mm-hmm. and they just need someone to help them come back on the path. So all that to say, one of the primary first things that I pray for when I get to that time in my time of worship with him in the morning, one of the things that I find myself asking every single day is, Lord, give me one more today. Mm -hmm. Now I say one or more, but I say, (laughs) give me one more. That's the least, right? Give me at least one more Mm -hmm. today that I could either share the gospel with, Mm -hmm. that I could help them take their next step that I can in some way encourage, add value to them, uh, pray with them or pray for them. Like that's the easy part to pray for them. But I'm talking about when I'm amongst these people, Jesus said, um, uh, well, in in the word in John, we see where it says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Mm -hmm. So I want to practice his word becoming my flesh Mm -hmm. and dwelling among the people because his word is, his word is, life-changing mm-hmm. his word is a living word right it's a living word where my words yeah are really just kind of my opinions they don't serve a whole lot yeah so I want to practice and so so I love how you r- reminded me of that that word practice it really is everything mm-hmm. I'm doing is a practice but to go back to what I started out saying I practice praying for what learning what God loves mm-hmm. but on the other side of that coin I also am learning to practice hating what he hates mm, wow. that's a whole other conversation yes. but loving what he loves he loves people mm-hmm. and so i want to emulate i want to learn it i yeah. want to emulate it and go out there and share it with whoever i can and he knows who's right for the picking that's right on that day it was. Cocoa. that's right it was her
0: praise praise the lord <laughs> well as you were describing that it made me think of a verse it's uh, delight yourself in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And so as you're talking about your time with the Lord and spending time with him and in worship, use the word worship. I love that. You you get up in the morning, you're praying, you're in his word, but it's worship. It's worship. It's worship. It's delighting in him. You're delighting in him. And in doing that, he gave He gives you daily, daily, the desires of your heart. It doesn't mean that he's going to give you whatever you want. Well, today my desire is that I want, you know, to get my nails done or whatever. He's placing the right desires in your heart. Mm-hmm. And I can hear them coming out when you're speaking. You said he's placing a desire to ask for one more, one more today where I, one can, more soul. Sh- one more, so I can share the gospel. I can encourage uh, somebody. He's placing, he, those desires are from him. They are from him. Yeah. I do want my nails done. <laughs> I do want a <laughs> massage.
1: I want to go to the spa. I yeah. want to go on vacation. I want, I want, I want, I want, I'm like anybody else. Yes. yes. So anything good
0: and godly that comes out of me has to be put there first. Yeah, you're, and looking yeah. at you and just picturing you're, you're just an empty vessel. You're, you're emptying yourself of yourself and you're allowing him to fill you up each day. Yes, because
1: I've had, I'll, I'll say, a whole life of not doing that. Mm. And the difference, one, one is life giving. I'm also motivated by how much time I have left here mm-hmm. it's not a surprise right we're all going to get out of here the same way but I'm motivated by Jesus's I'm coming back for mm. you and he didn't just leave it there he says and I'm coming quickly that's right so I move about my day and my time in my day as though he were coming today mm. so today um mm. uh, or, uh, used to be I would pray for things someday mm. I go to today he says why well, put off for tomorrow which you can do today right. so my focus he's helped my focus to be about today, today. giving it all I've got leaving nothing in reserve mm. and do it all for his kingdom and his glory and I want to be able to light fires and people's yeah. soul for him Yeah. Mm-hmm. oh I just love that and, and you said something earlier about he knows the desires of our heart So I can surrender my agenda, my plans, my desires. When I lay them down, I'm laying them down in the hands of the one whom all pleasures are at his right hand. Mm. So you better believe if anybody can give me hair done, massage, (laughs) spa time, money to do it, time, talent, and treasure, it's going to come from him. So if he wants me to use my time, my talent, and my treasure because he's given it to me as a gift... And he wants me to use it for his kingdom and his glory. When I operate best I can, right? We're, we're flawed. Right. But if that's my intention and if that's how I've, I practice prioritize that. Nobody can multiply time, talent, and a treasure more than him. Because we see that with the disciples. Bring me your little bit. Give me thanks and watch me multiply. Amen. it. And what does he do with it? He uses it to feed the people around him so it's what you're really just hearing me say what I, I practice because mm-hmm. I practice what I'm not that great at mm-hmm. but I want to get better like if we're never going to be perfect but we could at least shoot for perfection right. I think that's where people people get stuck with uh, well nobody's perfect yeah. that is true but how many of us are willing to at least shoot for perfection that's right aim for excellence and expect him to do great things with it that's so good
0: Well, I sure hope you enjoyed that testimony and it encouraged and inspired you today. Please be sure to listen to the next episode where I expand upon the testimony you just heard and share a takeaway, teaching, and tip based on what was shared.